The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. When I first joined the Kyle, where I lived out of town in Detroit, first joined the Kyle. Remember, out of town Kyle is a very big risk. So, in most cases, what you see often happens is you have a chevra who know each other from before, or there's a whole, you know, base medrash gavaya Lakewood yeshiva has a whole office where they work to supply younger light for out-of-town koilalim, and they work very, very hard to create a homogenous type of a group, a group that the oilam, even if they don't know each other previously, but they're well-matched, and they meet each other before, and their wives meet each other, and they really spend a lot of time together. And that way they make sure, because, you know, you go out of town, these, these fellow younger light and their wives, they become your mother, your father, your sister, your brother. They become, you develop beautiful, beautiful friendships and beautiful relationships with them. But, you know, if there's a problem, then it's very, very hard to fix that problem. And I remember when I was looking to go out of town, and I considered a number of kailim, all of them had you come down beforehand, most with your wife, they'd have you come down, and you'd have to meet a bunch of different people and make sure, like, everybody's okay with this, because, you know, kamat like a shidduch, you're signing up for a lot. Well, I didn't have the opportunity to do so in Detroit, and Baruch Hashem was an amazing, 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 I've talked about it so many times, amazing 13 years that I had there. I wasn't in the Kailal all of those years, but for eight of them I was. It was amazing years. And, but I remember when I got there, you know, that's pretty much when I discovered who my fellow Jungleite were going to be. And it was, it was an odd mix, because it wasn't, it was a Kailal that had been in existence already for a long time. I came in the 90s, and it opened up in the early 70s. So it was a Kailal that was around for a long time, and there were quite a few Jungleite who were much, much older, who were holdovers from earlier regimes. And then there were a few newer ones. It was, it was, it was, you know, an odd mix of wonderful Hashiva people, but weren't a homogenous group by any stretch of the imagination. So the challenges were there. And I remember it was not long after I got there. I remember I got there. I came, I moved from Eretz Yisrael, from Eretz Yisrael to be able to go there. So there were no do-overs. <laughs> this is where it is, Shamte Kurase. This is where you're going to be. There is no second act here. This better work. I come. And after a little while, I made friends right away with everybody who was there. But there was one fellow in particular who, for no, through no fault of his own, just personality clash, really, truly got me nervous. And I mean nervous. You know, like, 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 you know, scratching a nail on a chalkboard, you know, that kind of nervous. Just, just drove me up a wall. And again, nothing wrong. Very nice fellow. We were friends. But just, just, it just wasn't a match. I remember thinking to myself one day, this is crazy. You know, it's not like there's 10 of us here. There's just a few. And we all got to get along. So I got to figure out how to get along with this guy, but I can't. I can't be civil. I don't know how I'm going to do this. How am I going to, how am I going to, how am I going to make this happen? I was down about it. I was very down because I saw no pathway. I saw no future. I saw no way out of this problem. I can't change him. Change me. I don't know what to change about me. It's not that, it's not even that, is anybody doing anything wrong here? He hasn't done anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. He was a good guy. His personality was not my style, you know? And like the type that if we would have dated, it would have been over 20 minutes in. I don't like the way you laugh. I'm done. I'm out. Goodbye, you know? And I don't know what to do. Yerushalayim has his ways. I, in the title in those years, we had a tape library. Now, tape, what's a tape? So tape was a cassette tape. Okay, remember, this is mid-90s. Tape is a tape is a cassette tape. And it wasn't 
It was not a very well-stocked library, very few things, a couple of tapes from Rebecca Miller and a few others, and that was the Gansa Tape Library. Well, I was so down. It was the end of Second Seder. I said, I can't keep on doing this. I don't know what I'm going to do. How am I going to manage? How am I going to stay here? Like, my mind is racing. But with some of the other kolim that I had considered, maybe they have a, maybe we didn't move in yet, we didn't buy a house. I had all these thoughts on knowing full well that's not the way it's going to work, but I just don't have an answer. I was desperate. My way out. I go through the room that has a tape library. I reach on the wall, pull out a tape, sign it out, and take it. Rebecca the Miller. I don't know. I don't know what it was about. Whatever it was, it was tape number, you know, 763 or whatever, whatever the number is. A lot of those tapes weren't listed, weren't labeled what they were. Pop it in my, in my car, the tape deck. And I had about a five minute drive to my apartment. And I pop it in and I hear Rebecca Miller saying, Sometimes you're in a situation where you feel very challenged by a person in your immediate environment. He makes you very nervous, and he makes you blood boil. And he goes on describing how you're in a place, you're stuck with a person who gets on your nerves. And he says, you think it's a problem. It's not a problem, it's there by design. Did Abayna Shalom put that person there? In order to teach you a lesson, you need to become patient, you need to be tolerant, you know, whatever he goes through. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I knew about Victor Miller. <laughs> he had taught for us, taught for my father for many, many years. You know, it was a name, it was, he was, I had listened to many of his shirim, and that was, it was like he was talking to me. Like the Rabbanu Shalom made me reach out, pull out a tape, pull out that specific tape, pop it in. In the four to five minutes I had, by the time I walked into my house, I was like, I'm good, I'm okay, it's fine. Why? Because he helped me realize, he helped me realize that I am in this situation because it's an opportunity for me to grow. This is not about this fellow. This fellow is a wonderful guy. It's not about him. It's an opportunity for me to grow, for me to become a bigger and a better person. Looks like a trap is not a trap. It's an opportunity to become bigger and better. And I remember saying to myself, you can be happy. And you can even be happy with this person. And that was my thought process after that in all of my dealings with this individual. And we ended up becoming friendly. And we never became best friends, but we became friendly. And it worked, and it worked nicely. We never learned B'chavrusa together because that wasn't the thing. But we certainly, certainly, I had a great appreciation for him in all those years that I knew him. And he certainly didn't pose any kind of a problem to me. And he certainly didn't make me want to run away because it changed my attitude. Because I understood that what I had imagined, I need somebody who is going to be, you know, part of this family, this, this organic family that's going to come together. Out of that. That's nice. And some kind of them have it and some don't. And you know what? You'll have other opportunities. And it won't be that. You'll have other benefits. You'll have other miles than I did. And it's so important, that reframing, that understanding within yourself that sometimes you're in a situation, in your mind, it needs to be a different situation. But the Rebbe was the one who knows and the Rebbe was the one who says, no, I have you in this situation. You don't put you there. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.